Welcome to the Movie Holes Podcast. Yes, where those kinds of assholes. I knew it, I'm surrounded by assholes. Welcome to the Movie Holes Podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the last Disney picture, Moana. Moana. So as always, this is a big old spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Moana and don't want to hear us make fun of it, please turn off the podcast now. Go watch it. It's in the red box and come back to us later. Because we're definitely going to make fun of it because I'm pretty sure a chimpanzee could have thrown up on a page and come up with a better script. I don't know what you're talking about. It was a classic Disney film. And it was trying to be a classic Disney film <laughs> for the love. Oh. And a classic Star Wars film at the same time. Excuse me? That's my argument? <laughs> I'm just saying. Keep, keep your mocking to yourself. Yeah. Let's start with the narration. And... Oh my god. Oh, narration's always starting this crap off and it's never good. Well, at least there wasn't a book. No, it wasn't a book. It was a scroll with pictures. To scare small children. Well, terrifying small children is always a win, but a magic fucking fish hook? I, honestly, I have nothing. Uh, I, who came up with that crap? I'm going to say Dwayne Johnson. No, I'm pretty sure the writers did, and he was like, whatever, I'm getting paid. Well, there were like 15 writers. Okay, seven. But it was a <laughs> seven lot. Seven writers. <sighs> Moana's dad doesn't want her going off into the sea. It's the whole stay here where it's safe Disney cliche. Well, of course. Because, you know, if people went out where it wasn't safe, they would have no reason to have a movie because... You know, they wouldn't be changing their life in any way. So. We see the growing up montage and the little girl on the sea have a rapport, I guess. And she ends up being Moses and finding Crush and Squirt on the beach. Well, yeah. You have to have at least uh, three or four cameos of other Disney characters. I counted four. Yeah, I think I was at four. It uh, might have been more, but... Well, you have Crush and Squirt. Crush and Squirt. Sven from Sven. Frozen. Yeah. And then um, the Starfish from Finding Nemo. Yeah. I don't remember the Starfish's name. He, sh- he showed up six times. Also true. Um, so. Well, first I want to talk about the stupid fairy tale that Grandma's telling all the little kids. Yeah, Grandma's crazy, and I like it. <laughs> Grandma was the most interesting character in this movie. Yeah. I mean, until she became a force ghost. But... That's later. That is later and goes back to the whole Star Wars argument. We're talking about the demigod Maui with his magical fish hook, which makes him super strong and a shapeshifter. Uh Uh-huh. As well as being a trickster god. Yeah. So really, I don't know about you, but that just was like... Gabriel... Loki. Loki. Like, we're just going to start stealing things. Like, they just shoved, like, several different mythologies together. Yeah. And then everything. There was Anubis and Loki. 
I mean, I guess everybody's kind of mythologies start to run together. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like Disney's fault because I honestly have not done any research to see how um, Polynesian mythologies are. Right. Because I just don't have time for that. We have jobs. We do have day jobs. Yeah. And then everything's getting consumed by the nothing from Neverending Story. What? What is that? It was that like mysterious darkness that's always there and always sucking up everybody. Whatever. Same kids movie crap that's always there. Amara. Amara. <laughs> I'm um, having way too many supernatural parallels yes. today for this. And then, really, the next thing I wrote down is grab some salt. It'll help you with that demon. Also, no one on this island can swim. No one can fucking swim. They go out on boats, but they don't know how to swim. I don't think I actually saw anyone. Well, I mean, she swam a couple times. So I'm guessing she just magically knew how to swim? I guess. Maybe it's because the sea taught her. I have I don't no know. idea. I, w- I wasn't really clear on how that was working out. I know. I was distracted by her um, animal sidekicks, the derpy chicken and the adorable pig. But the derpy chicken was Who... Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yeah, it was not like he had lines. He was just a derpy chicken. I know, but I find oh. it hilarious that they have to find a voice role for Alan Tudyk in every Disney movie at this point. So... He's the derpy chicken. Yeah. Like, what point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are they going to put Alan Tudyk? Because oh. he's not in that yet. But he's been not in yet. Star Wars. And he will probably be in another Star Wars thing coming up. Who knows? Yeah. Because he was just the voice of K2SO. Yeah. And that was like the most Alan tudyk he had. Is that a verb? I guess. Uh, what if? Adjective. <laughs> he's, um, an, he's awesome. No matter what he does. I know. Just some of his other roles didn't sound like him at all. No, but he's so phenomenal when it comes to the voice acting that you don't need it to sound like him. He just ends up being awesome. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. It took a lot of convincing, regardless of what the credits said, that his role in Zootopia was not Steve Buscemi. (laughs) Yes. He did sound a lot like Steve Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. Absolutely. And then we find find your inner truth cliche... That grandma keeps telling her. Always put that one in the mouth of the crazy person. Well, of course. Can I also talk about how dad's accent really just bothered me? Yeah. Because it was like super British. Yeah, it was very off-putting that you can't find a Polynesian actor. Except I think he was a Polynesian actor. Uh, Well, I don't know how they sound. I have no idea. Most exposure I have to Polynesian People is watching wrestling and the Samoans on there. True. Also, how much of a douchebag is she eating pork right in front of her adorable pig friend? <laughs> that is pretty fucked up. Where did that, why was that even in there? Oh, Disney just drives me crazy sometimes. Sometimes they're... Dad was Django fat. So she she's eating pork in front of a chicken or in front of a pig. Well, yeah, eating pork in front of a pig is really rude and let's face it somebody should have killed that chicken and eaten it honestly that chicken wasn't fat enough to be worth eating it was too stupid to eat exactly i'm surprised it was still alive yeah as we saw later it was too stupid to eat its food we get to oh the story of why moana's dad sucks 
Oh, oh my god. His best friend died when his boat How about this? Don't go out during a fucking storm. Don't go out on a no. canoe in a storm. But, You're going to die. But we have to have the tragic backstory to rationalize retarded behavior. Yes. It's yes. footloose all over again. Yeah, but seriously, don't go out during a storm on a canoe. Well, yeah. I mean, Somebody going to die. It's like somebody's going to die at the fair. And at this point is when I realized when they started singing, this was written to be a stage musical. Disney was like, this is going to end up on Broadway. We're going to write it for that. Well, I mean, when Manuel Miranda well, yeah. did the songs. So, because he was hot up, coming off of Hamilton, so he needed to work that Disney money. Well, yeah. But then again, not the first time Disney has recruited writers from Broadway musicals. That's true. But then again, the last time they did that, it was the team that did Avenue Q. Yes. I feel like they never actually saw Avenue Q. No. But they were like, oh, this has puppets, and we want to put puppets in the Finding Nemo musical at Disney's Animal Kingdom. That totally makes sense. Let's make them write it. Eh, it makes but, for some good dirty jokes in that show. <laughs> yeah. That kids will never understand. Exactly. Um, we get to the point where... She's like, I'm going out anyway. And she takes the canoe and then, you know, nearly kills her pig friend by sinking the canoe. And then she's stuck underwater where we're just like, there's no actual, like, tension here because we just, we saw her use water powers earlier. But was it her using water powers or water just having power? That's the question. I'm pretty sure. I that think it was, it was just, just the water, but the it, water she's was the a chosen sense, one. Yeah, the water's not going to let her die anyway. So probably not. There's no real conflict there. Not at all. Then we have Grandma. I love Grandma. I love Grandma. Grandma is the most amazing character. Grandma was the most entertaining character. In this she's movie. like, when I die, I'm going to become one of these things. Otherwise, if not, I chose the wrong tattoo. Well, okay. Then, of course, Grandma imparts non-helpful, helpful advice like every mentor in yeah. every hero's journey ever. Yep. I mean, I guess she was slightly more helpful than, say, Obi-Wan or Yoda. Yeah, like, she pointed her directly to that cave with all the big fucking boats. Yeah, she'd make her do, like, seven challenges and, like, prove herself or anything. She's yeah. just, like, look in the cave, bang on the drum. Woo. You'll figure out after that. You'll hallucinate a little, but and you'll hallucinate another singing number. Well, yeah. Which of course has to start with a native Polynesian language without subtitles. Give us subtitles, bitches. It's probably something stupid like "We I'm are sailors" boat. or "I'm on a boat." I'm on a boat. <laughs> I mean, do you remember the opening of Lion King? Yes. The translation is, ooh, look, a lion. It's a lion. Yeah. Like, seriously, people. Then Moana is rushes back and saying, we were voyagers. We're going to be voyagers again. And I found all these big boats. And we can go out to the ocean and find more fish. And Dad's like, I'm going to burn these boats. Forget you. You ain't going out. And then Grandma dying. Oh, yes. Grandma dies. 
And that's a very ex machina moment, like right before he's about to burn all these giant boats that have been there for years, Grandma to, Grandma's going to die. Well, yeah, because yeah. her death distracts him from his burning things, right. Crusade. Moana rushes to get to one of the boats, grabs it, grabs a whole bunch of food, rushes to the boat, takes off. Sings a song. Sings a song. While stealing the boat. You know. Or frozen. No, it's her, her let, it, let go. it go. Whatever. I wasn't paying attention to that movie either. <laughs> she sails. She finds the stupid derpy chicken in the boat. Seriously, the derpy chicken. Her boat overturns. She starts yelling at the ocean to help her. She gets, ends up on a island and look, the rock is playing the rock. I don't know. That's who he's playing. He's playing exactly himself. Animated Rock had much better hair. Imagine having that hair trying to be in Gone in, in, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, the new series. Do I really want to? Fast and the Furious, whatever it's called. Gone in 60 it's seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, I don't know. I stopped paying attention about three quarters of the way through the first one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did see the first one with The Rock. They were pulling a safe through town. I don't think that's... It's not really low-key. No, especially if you're doing it with, you know, sports cars that are not actually going to be able to pull that safe. But let's, we're not talking about that one. We're talking about Moana with a rock and his awesome tattoos. Like one the tattoos was fun. Moves. I did enjoy the tattoo guy who moved. Yeah. yeah, he's like one of the funniest things in the whole show, in the whole movie. Yeah, derpy is chicken. Derpy chicken and the tattoo. Moving tattoo. Neither which talk, ever. So they, <laughs> they start on their voyage. Well... First, let me point out that he says when you write with a chicken, it's called tweeting. Really? Oh, I ignored that line. I, I, I just blocked it out. What the fuck? And then she, one, somehow has the strength to knock over a giant stone statue of Maui. Oh, yeah. He carved after out of a solid piece of stone that is presumably stuck in the ground. Well, yeah. And then, instead of crashing to the ground with it, she somehow ends up being able to climb out of a hole. Where did she learn to do these things? Didn't you know that as a small child in a Polynesian society, that acrobatics are taught when you're age 2 through 20? I thought it was just, you know, survive. Survive. I honestly wouldn't have any idea. Um, And The Rock sings his song. Oh, I on the island. Yeah. Um, if you want to call that singing. I mean, it's not Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah. Or Austin. Austin has the worst voice I've ever heard. <laughs> I love that this comes back to like WWE stars. Well, it's like, The Rock. To sing, what are you going to like, Yeah, it's The Rock. I have a note on here called just says just nope. I believe I it's about the acrobatics. Yeah, probably. Be- just nope. My, my note at least says acrobatics nope. Yeah. Yeah. Just, nope. Nope. <laughs> well, once she escapes. Yeah. And he can't throw her off the boat because the ocean the won't The ocean let him. keeps putting her back on the boat regardless. Um, and then he throws the chicken and the, puts the chicken back on the boat. <laughs> He's like, all right, whatever. Let's just go. Let's just go. I want to get my hook. Oh, by the way, all these people are going to try to kill us because you have that little green you the, stone. You have the heart. And then a city ship full of midgets shows up. Midgets, they were coconuts with arms and legs. I, I, I don't know what they were. They were just really, coconuts just trying coconuts. to kill them. 
trying to kill them, and their angry faces were painted on. Because they're coconuts. They're just coconuts. It was very awkward. It was, why are you suddenly Canadian? I'm always suddenly Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. Because I dream to be Canadian someday, eh? This giant city ship. Like it's an island to itself and it splits off into other smaller ships. Oh no, the giant ship just became more ships. <laughs> ah! Oh, it's a weird like action sequence where she's doing all kinds of... Acrobatics Acrobatics again. and... Getting the chicken Parkour. Back. Getting the chicken back who has swallowed this green stone thing they keep calling a heart it's stone i don't know i was honestly only half on paying attention to the opening fairy tale that set up the rest of the story so she burns him when he's like have you ever faced a lava demon and she or have you ever beaten a lava demon she goes have you and even his tattoo knows that's a sick bird <laughs> and he's like Ooh, one for her that was hilarious that was so funny disney does Throwing some decent jokes. They do. It just this movie had no originality whatsoever. It was like watching Pocahontas again. And Star Wars. And Star Wars mixed together. It was just genuinely a classic hero's journey. Which is fine. I can deal with a classic hero's journey. Just make it more original feeling. Because really, I mean, I know that Harry Potter and Star Wars are basically the same story, but they don't feel like the same story. Like, this distinctly felt like Star Wars. Very much so. Just on an ocean. Right. Then he calls her princess. She says, I'm not a princess. I'm the daughter of a chief. That's the same thing, first of all. Yeah, totally the same, same thing. Same thing. And then he goes, animal sidekick, you wear a dress, you're a princess. Even Disney is making fun of Disney's tropes. There's a point if you're not self-aware and kind of making fun of yourself that it gets tired. You either need to start making fun of yourself or change what you do. Right. We got a little bit of change when it came to Brave. She was not a damsel in distress. Neither was Moana. No. She was a strong woman that knew what she was going to do. And I mean, I could argue that Merida didn't really have an animal sidekick. But then her brothers had gotten changed into bears. And her mom was also a bear that kind of went around with her. Yeah. So, so kind she of an kind animal... of did have an animal sidekick-ish. Yeah. And I mean, Cusco is... Cusco is... Definitely a Disney princess. Yeah. He totally is. Yeah. I mean, he and was he his... is his own sidekick. animal sidekick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... Emperor's New Groove was actually one of the most interesting Disney movies. I love of all that time, movie. It wasn't focused on a princess. It was focused on the guy. He was a emperor. He wasn't a prince. It was a different type of journey for him. It was a personal growth journey from douchebag to awesome guy. Yeah. And that was that was a good And we see a personal growth journey happening in Moana. Well yeah. She's from timid, I really want to go to the ocean. But my dad said no to, I was chosen by the ocean, and you're going to do what I say. Honestly, I think if you're talking personal growth, there's more personal growth for Maui than there is for Moana. There is. But. But you see both of them grow in different ways. Yeah, because, I mean, he's basically just a narcissist. Well, yeah. The entire time. He's a demigod. Aren't they all supposed to be narcissists? Really? I don't know. I haven't met any demigods in my life. And then they get 
they get to the tower thing that's supposed to be the entrance to the realm of monsters and he does the dance that the Usos used to do when they came <laughs> out like seriously there's a lot of wrestling things in this movie he does the Uso dance at least twice yeah I mean granted yes it is a traditional warriors dance from Samoa which is at least that's what the Usos said when they first started using it so, yeah, I'd give it about 40% yeah. correctness based on um, that. Um, another random bone I have to pick. Her hair looked way too good to be in salt water as many times as she was. Yes. Also, <laughs> like, he does not calling, do that. He keeps calling her like 8. She's at least 15. I know. At least. At least. And you know she's the chosen one because she's the hottest girl on the island. Well, yeah, that's how that works, right? Yeah. And then, of course, we, we hear his tragic backstory where he was born of humans and thrown into the sea because his parents didn't like him very much. And then the gods chose him. Right. So Moses? Yeah, I guess. Or, or... something? I, I, I know I... I saw that in a different movie. I... Except it was a basket in a river. Yeah, that was Moses. Yeah. It just, it seemed awkward. It really did seem kind of awkward. And even the ocean gets tired of saving the stupid chicken. Puts it in a fucking thing. Put a lid on it. Throws it in the hold of the ship. <laughs> it's like, stay there. Hey, but you have to remember. Her pep yard, uh, her pep talk to him. Fixed everything. Oh, yeah. Because all you need is a good attitude. You, you, know? you need a GED and a give him hell attitude. Yeah, and then like grandma comes back as a force ghost. I know, right? Because, you know... Um, Maui decides he's done with this bullshit because he's got a crack in his stupid hook. Right. That's why I say Maui's Han. Because, you know, Han was like, I was just in it for the money, and he left. Yeah. And then Luke's just like, okay, fine, I'll do it by myself. And while Luke's trying to but get the Death But he's also star... chewy because he has amazing hair. Hmm. It's a toss-up. Yeah. It's a little bit of both. But he's yeah. definitely on the Millennium Falcon. He is the Millennium Falcon. He can fly. Because <laughs> he and he turns into a, a falcon. falcon. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> um, Grandma shows up as a Force ghost. Gives her a pep talk, and she's like, "I'll do this myself." That bitch is stuck on the barrier islands because she's made out of lava. Lava can't go in the ocean. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she's giant. So, how are you going to get past her? Yeah, math was not Moana's strongest suit. Probably not, but she had courage and whatever. Fortitude? Whatever Disney's trying to push with this movie. I have no idea. Um, culturally push... insensitive Halloween costumes? Oh, very culturally insensitive. However, the first Moana cosplayer that was done in Hawaii was amazing. Well, of course. Come she on. was fucking. She was amazing. Uh, we, we get back to the island that this all started at, the big island. Yeah. I can't pronounce it the way they... Honestly, I can't pronounce any of these people's names, except um, for Moana. But I, I, I feel like they keep trying to say Tahiti, and they're saying it wrong. Yeah, I don't think they really were saying Tahiti, though. Mm. Tajiri, Tajiri, no, that's a wrestler. Tajiri... <laughs> I don't know. It was something like that. It, but they 
she goes back and she's trying to get past the big lava monster. Well, of course. And then Demigod Ex Machina, he shows back up. Well, of Crack course. Cracked and all. Because he's the Millennium Falcon. And he's the Rock. Let's well, yeah, it. that too. I, I honestly expected to hear, if you smell, right before he showed up. That would have been really awkward. It would have been weird, but it like would have been appropriate. Like if music started playing. Yeah, it would have been appropriate, because yeah. he's the rock. Of course. And she gets there, he helps her get to the center where the island used to be, but the island's gone. Then he's like, put the heart in the swirl. And she notices that the big lava monster thing has the swirl in her chest. Oh, look, it's that goddess that you stole the heart from. Pretty much. And then she totally turns into Moses and is like, let her come to me and just splits the ocean. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, seriously. I definitely, definitely saw this in another movie starring Charlton Heston. I know. Fucking Charlton Heston. Part in the Red Sea. So she's holding it back and big lava monster comes at her and she puts the thing in kind of like, you know, some shy beef guy holding up a cube, shoving it into the monster's chest. Eh. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah, I kind of blocked out all the Transformers movies. <laughs> And then, it, oh, look, it changes into a goddess that looks just like Moana. Like, her face is exactly the same. Not just like. Except she's green. Yeah, except she's green. She's giant and green. Those are the only differences. Her facial features are exactly the same. You know what? You were way too picky thinking animators have to come up with different designs for everything. I'm just saying. Did you see how intricate the tattooing on the rock was? Yeah, and that's just basically his real tattoos. So for the one that can move. Yeah. <laughs> True. So then, like, I, the rock is definitely a saving grace of this movie because he's funny as hell when he realizes that he's talking to the goddess he stole from in the first place. He's like. Hey, long time. Sorry. Yeah, seriously, it's like a, an old ex that you spurned. Yeah, that, that's basically what that entire conversation was. Yeah, and she's like, "Bow," and he's like, "Oh yeah." Hey, but she does give him a new hook. He do, she does because you know he broke his other hook fighting her when she was lava monster girl. Yeah, and then. Somehow she, like, cures everything. The darkness is gone. Hey, and we didn't even have to lose our horse in the Swamp of Sadness. That's uh, true. I was really hoping we'd lose the chicken in the Swamp of Sadness. <laughs> and then at the end, Moana gets back to her island. And everybody's happy. And she's like, we can go past the grief now. We've got the boats. Because her the dad knowledge. didn't We have the power. The boats. No. No, because they were all like, she's gone, what do we do? She decides to lead them to a new island where there's fish. And voyaging again. And voyaging, and she's a wayfinder. Yes. Not a sailor, a wayfinder. Which may be the Polynesian word for it, 
don't know. <laughs> we put a significant lack of um, research, research we don't, into this. We don't do a lot of research because, well, we have day jobs and limited time. Yeah, I think you mentioned that once. Yeah. Twice. Day jobs. It's so, weird. But time is limited and we can't research everything. Google doesn't always bring up real facts. So. No, I kept getting porn. Yeah, I kept typing in Moana and getting this weird Disney porn site that did not like. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to see cartoon porn. Thank you. So, the the end of the movie was kind of like, uh, okay, now you're sailing. Oh, look. Yeah, so he's with you guys. So this is set up for a sequel already. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Disney trying to set up sequels. Because really, like, there was no such thing as a Disney sequel until the 90s. Yeah, and then they were really bad. Well, the, the first, like, real Disney sequel was good. Rescuers Down Under. Rescuers Down Under was good. It was actually somebody... better better than the original I, movie. I enjoyed that one better than the original movie. Uh, but most people forget... That that was the original Disney sequel. Right. Because. Then Disney sequels went straight to DVD. Video. And all video. Videotape. Videotape. Remember I Return to Jafar. Those. Or Return of Jafar. Return of Jafar. And I think they got to what? Jafar might need glasses. Okay. That was a joke on Family Guy. Not a real movie. Oh. I can never distinguish it with the Disney stuff. Yeah, but you can tell with a lot of those direct-to-VHS or direct-to-DVD Disney sequels that they're just put out there quickly. They're poor animation. They're not necessarily story-wise strong. Or they're, they're just trying to sell things to kids or they're pilots, pilots for, for a TV, TV series. Yeah. And they're just like kind of cobbled together. Because like I was trying to watch what... Uh, Kronk's, Kronk's New, New Groove. Groove. Yeah, we it were It was just like a compilation that. of multiple stories that didn't really make any sense. Yeah, I mean, did they got the original voice actors back, which was good because that was another big problem with Disney sequels, especially in the 90s, was you didn't get the original voice actors back. Yeah, like... And the first really good Disney sequel to come out of that whole thing was Lion King 1 and a half. And it's a ridiculous sequel, but... It's not well, a it's sequel. It's not really a sequel. It's, it's a, a mid ish tie-in cool, whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. Lion King 1 and a half is predictable. It's not fantastic, but it's just a hilarious, like, concept. So, Lion King 1 and a half. Ridiculous concept for a midquel. But hilarious. But completely hilarious. And gave us more of the two characters we loved from the original Oh, movie. absolutely. And I mean, Had the original actors It was back. Nathan Lane and Ernie Sabella. Yeah. So that at least was good. But you know there's parts of that that they weren't there for. Yeah, but there was big chunks of time where we didn't get anything close to a good sequel until Toy Story 2. Yeah, but that was a Pixar sequel. Yeah, Not Disney Pixar. Disney Pixar. But really, like... Yeah. That and, was when Pixar was its own company, and, and John and, Lasseter wasn't actually answering to Disney. Right. So, they kind were just like taking Disney's Marvel money. Marvel Studios is right now kind of independent, kind of. owned by Disney, but not... 
Disney. Disney. Yeah. Um. It's not that Pixar hasn't shot the bed. Cars two. Cars two was awful. Finding Dory was the a repeat of the first one with sadness all over the place. The baby Dory is so cute. Like sickeningly cute. Fucking adorable. Like she that's was so ass. too cute. Too cute. And I was like practically crying when she got lost because she was so cute. Yeah. Like I had no emotional investment in the movie, but I was just like, oh my god, this is the cutest thing ever. Okay. But then we get just a rehash of all the themes from the first one. Yeah. And it, it wasn't done very well, even though Ellen was still spot on and amazing and funny. Oh yeah, Ellen is fantastic as Dory. And I love Albert Brooks. I think he's great. I hate Albert Brooks. But I don't know why. But Albert Brooks as Marlon is Oh no, he's great in the role. I know you have a dislike of defending your life. Yeah. But because that's really the only live action role I can ever remember for him. Um, he was in Batman. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, you're right. He wasn't. Yeah, he was not. That's some other guy that I can't remember the name of right now. <laughs> um, it's who, Robert something. Who has bushy hair like Albert Brooks? Kind of has Robert Brooks hair, but yeah, Albert but not Brooks. Albert. Albert Brooks. Whatever. Whatever. We're getting tired at this point. Apparently. Um, Anyways, so... This movie definitely did away with a lot of the Disney tropes. She wasn't trying to find love. She wasn't... She was trying to save her people. Yeah. Which is what a princess is supposed to do. But come on. Can't you wait for the live action version of one girl's search for her own buffalo and finds her him? No. I'm not into bestiality. <laughs> and, and Stockholm Syndrome and Stockholm Syndrome and then there's the rapist of a candlestick <laughs> the candlestick is a rapist well, the feather duster keeps saying no and he's like that means yes oh god yeah the candlestick is a rapist yeah see I was always he was very peppy Le Pew I was always hung up on that part when the villagers come and storm the castle and the one, like, picks up the feather duster and starts pulling the feathers out? Like, what is that? Like, what does that equate to on a person? Um, that's definitely right. Like, I feel that that is right. Or at least dismemberment. It's dismemberment. But she really. was perfectly fine at the end of the movie. Yeah. So. So maybe she has no memory of that traumatic experience. I'm hoping. And we're just going to move on. <laughs> we're just going to move on from the horribly um, traumatic. And as people are want to do, they're protesting. Because there's one character in the live action that is gay. Let quote unquote gay. Let me put this out there already. He was gay in the original. No he shit. was gay for Gaston. And the fact that Josh Gad is playing him that way is the perfect way for him to play it. So I don't really care. Yeah, seriously. I mean just because I, I have the director's no desire like, to yeah. see this movie. I don't care. I don't have kids and I'm not nostalgic for Beauty and the Beast. And if I was nostalgic for Beauty and the Beast, you know what I would do? I'd watch Beauty and the Beast. Also, can they possibly, in a French story, get French people? I love Emma Watson. She's not French. She's British. Hey, but they do the same exact thing that they did in 
the animated version where the only person in the entire fucking cast that has a French accent is the person playing Lumiere. And everyone sure. else is British. And in the animated version, he sounded just like Pepe Le Pew. Yes, Jerry Orbach's French accent was very Pepe Le Pew. And the character was very Pepe Le Pew. So it worked. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> we started talking about a lot of different We were talking stuff. about a whole bunch of different stuff. And anyways, Moana. Moana. Um, actually, all in all. It's a pretty it's good okay. movie. It's okay. It's not going to traumatize your children any more than any other Disney movie ever has. No. I mean, so, it is PG. It is PG. But then again, so is Frozen. It has it has a lot of the new Disney themes of these characters aren't looking for love per se. They're trying to do what's best for their people. Yeah. They're strong female role models, which I'm great with. Absolutely. And I also have no problem with them doing other things, like emperor's new groove where it showed a journey of just a guy who's trying who ends up being a better person because of this journey exactly i mean there is some violence uh, fairy always, tale scary images fairy like anything violence. like that but uh, not the best disney movie not the worst disney the, movie i mean you do see there is one character that dies but she doesn't die she comes back. Stingray. She turns into a stingray that glows, and then she turns into a force ghost. So she's always kind of there. Which, speaking of force ghost, like the Star Wars thing, mm-hmm. Derpy Chicken. Derpy Chicken C-3PO? is C-3PO. That's what I thought. And the pig is R2. The pig wasn't enough, or, like around enough. I, I feel like the pig should have had a, like, it should have been stowed away in the boat with them. Yeah, like, I feel like, like the pig should have been there, it too. It was introduced to be her adorable sidekick. Yeah. I don't know. It was a little weird. No. Oh, I, I wanted more of the pig. Maybe we'll get more of that in the sequel. <laughs> Hopefully. Maybe that will be Alan Tudyk's role in the sequel. To beat the pig? Yeah. Make oinking noises? Oink, oink. Motherfucking oink. <laughs> I was K2SO. Oink. Oink. I flew Firefly for crying out loud. Oink. It's okay. <laughs> so this wraps up our talk about Disney's Moana. Um, if you have anything to add to the conversation, feel free to tweet us at Movie Holes. Or you can hit us up on Facebook. Or just leave a comment. Please. I have nothing better to do with my 20 minutes off a day from my day job than to read your <laughs> comments. Feel free. Um, if you have anything you want us to watch and make fun of, let us know please also feel free to visit our patreon account um it's patreon.com slash movie holes this costs money to produce we have day jobs they don't pay very much so if you want to hear more of us feel free to become patrons um thanks for listening you gotta go home <laughs> but we're not gonna stay here <laughs> yeah.